0: Good evening, I'm Laurel Bishop, resident bard at the Realm's Edge, the only tavern on the edge of every town. This is a talk show where I, Laurel Bishop, interview some of the greatest adventurers from the multiverse. Today I am joined by Edelram Sable, is that right?
1: Yes, hello.
0: Hello, how are you? Can you tell us who you are, where you're from?
1: Well, um, as I, you already made aware of our, I think, imaginary audience, my name is Adelram Sable. I reside over everything in Bendel. Bendel? Is Bendel a country, a city? Where is Bendel? So Bendel, it is the northeasternmost country in the continent of Shai. I see. So I
0: would have to imagine we're probably in Bendel right now. Uh, You have to bear with me. The tavern here shifts around. I'm never quite sure where we're at at one moment in time.
1: Yes, I, um... Honestly, I didn't even go to a tavern. I walked into my bathroom, and here I am, which, unusual, but everything else is so boring, so I may as well enjoy a brief distraction. Well, I hope I don't take too
0: much of your time. The last guest I had, who was a hulking minotaur man, uh, was also looking for a restroom, so hopefully you'll you'll be able to find one soon. But uh, can you tell me what it is you do here in Bendel? You said you look over everything. Are you a king?
1: Ah, king is such an antiquated word, I, but as really the most accurate one. I prefer monarch just because it's got two syllables.
0: Two syllables, so you're into the more complex things in life.
1: One could say that, yes. Uh, given my family's history, it has always been a quest to make things as interesting as possible. Excellent. So what's the most interesting thing that you do these days? Well, until I started interfering, being sorry, until I started getting interfered with by a few strange vigilantes, I used to travel between countries, making deals and making everyone rich. But uh, those trade makings have quickly soured. Vigilantes, you say? Is there a problem here in Bindle? So, this isn't just in Bendel, this is across the entirety of Shai. I used to visit the rulers of Pyre and uh, Alarai, and now, because of these four heroes they call themselves, I am out a significant sum of gold. Heroes. It sounds
0: like you've been dealing with a band of adventurers. Uh, Can you describe what
1: kind of problems they've been causing, other than trade interference? Well, they accidentally shut down the entirety of Alarai after turning its entire council on me. Turning the entire council? I would have to imagine the council's many of your
0: closest friends or confidants. Would that be a correct assumption?
1: Yes, uh, in a sense. I've known one of them for about 200 years now.
0: So you've been around a while. Uh, If you don't mind disclosing... uh... What background are you? Are you an elf? What sort of race do you belong to?
1: I don't know if I necessarily belong to anything. I... Well, I mean, we're friends here, right? I've I've got a bit of demonic heritage in my life, but... Something about what I do just keeps my vigor renewed.
0: Well, that's fair. You know, and I would consider us friends, too. And I always want you to know that everything here at the realm's edge, this is a a gray area. The magics that keep us adrift amongst the plains are from neither here nor there and everywhere, so we, we don't judge here. But uh, I'm just a human, and I'm, you know, about 30 years old, so it's hard to imagine what 200 years of friendship must be like. Uh, Thinking about that, what exactly were they accusing you of to turn an entire
1: council against you? Oh, well, this and that. Something about how the plan that I had to make everyone rich, just reviving people who have died working in the mines to work there longer. Something about that being unethical. They... We're
0: struggling with your ability to bring people back from the dead. That sounds like a, a marvelous gift.
1: Well, I... It, it wasn't me. I Let me be very clear about that. I have a wide variety of confidants and colleagues whom I can refer to whenever I have a problem. And in this case, with this problem, the ability to create an endless amount of profit off of one person's life is... Well, that was just a win-win. until. Those four got in the way. If you're dealing with four adventurers, what have been some of your attempts to to stop them? Oh, my most recent one. This is delicious up until I got a little too full of myself. I tricked their stupid little brains into walking through a tunnel, which I had magically trapped. And one of them ended up in an endless void with myself. He managed to escape, but um, needless to say... If I hadn't monologued for six seconds longer than I did, I would have probably killed them all right there. Do you find yourself having a problem monologuing over action? Oh, God, yes. Uh, have you heard of the way I sound? Oh, it's great.
0: You could almost work here instead of me, but then I would be floating in the ethereal and probably dead.
1: Yeah, and also, I have no interest in other people.
0: <laughs> That's perfectly fair. So... If you could explain for our listeners, especially to understand the, the grandiose manner of your monarchy, what is your single greatest achievement?
1: My single greatest achievement was probably tearing the entirety of Shai apart to keep them at each other's throats in order to make myself a mountain of coin. Ugh, that sounds a, a little
0: sloppy and political. Uh, you're hoping to keep uh, different cities or
1: countries at, uh, at war, is that correct? Well, they're not necessarily at war, but, you know, embargoes, um, just vitriol between different people over differences, that never mattered.
0: Uh, That's fair. So do you find yourself, um, uh, assuming most common folk are far beneath you and and not valuable? Oh, you said assuming. That's incorrect. I know that as a fact. I suppose that is far more comforting. It probably helps you sleep at night. Uh... You have a lot of confidants, you've said, and people you hire. Can you name anyone that you would say is uh, maybe your best
1: ally, your best asset? Oh, let's see. My best asset. Um, he's actually uh, a member of one of the political workings in some country to the south. I think it's called Valacor I'm never there anymore. Uh, But of the Bramblebush family, he uh, he's a blithering idiot. But because of that, no one could ever suspect a thing. That's always helpful. I know we have a few
0: blithering barbacks that certainly keep themselves oblivious to some of the things we need when we're parking in one realm or another, but I assure you we're always stimulating the economy. Uh, I want to ask, for those aspiring monarchs or leaders or warlords out there what's the best advice you could give for someone who's hoping to rise up the ranks politically
1: i would say my one key piece of advice it took me a long time to figure this out myself and it's very important humans are expendable they are just another check in your long list of assets if you have to throw some away do it Sounds like a very difficult decision, but
0: I have to imagine the more you do it, the easier it gets.
1: I was born calloused. I'll die calloused. I I like your confidence and your poise.
0: Uh, So I know you've got the adventurer problem. So what are some of the things on the horizon that you're willing to share? I'm sure you have secret projects and all, but what's new
1: that people might be interested in? Oh, well... Um, These adventurers, they've been gathering some goodies of mine together for a while, and it's just waiting now for the time to get those artifacts back, and then I can really create the perfect warrior. The perfect
0: warrior. That is an intriguing concept. Now, you don't have to answer if you're not comfortable, but are you intending to make... One
1: warrior or a legion or fleet of warriors, well, as my family gave blood for in the past, um this singular warrior, golden beacon of power it's what you it's what saved the world two thousand years ago, and it's what will save the world again. What I do may seem calloused and rude and evil, but I assure you, it's for the good of the land. So you would say you're more of a big-picture ruler? Precisely. The day-to-day minutiae is of little consequence as long as you can have that final result, which it's a lot easier to see when you've lived as long as I. Understanding that,
0: I think I've got a better grasp on who you are. Um, is there any advice you would give, assuming the adventurers heard this, is there any advice you would give them for what to do to Stop the quarrel between you and themselves, and perhaps preserve their own lives for the foreseeable future?
1: Well, the only advice I could give that doesn't result in tragedy on either end is to just give me what I want. I want those artifacts. But they're more concerned about saving everyone, as I'm concerned about saving the country itself. Which I think both are interesting goals, but...
0: I could see how yours would seem more important or pressing. Speaking of advice, I think someone of your stature has a a lot to give. How about for those out there who might be looking into becoming an adventurer, uh, potentially someone who would stand against
1: you? What would you say to them? Just don't. I already have a high body count, and I mean, I'll take your soul too if you want it, but just don't fight me. You can fight little orcs, goblins, kobolds, whatever. But don't stand in my way. I think that's valuable advice for anyone who might hear this. Uh, before we
0: part ways here, I do want to ask, um, you're running a mining operation. Can you tell us what you're mining for? What the, the largest hoard of goods are that
1: your uh, Bendel has been able to provide? So Bendel itself is actually devoid of all resources and honestly anything of political gain. Uh, Bendel is my seat of power because it's, it's where my family ruled. Um, you know, I actually just stepped out of my comfortable villa. That's why I entered here on my search for the bathroom. And all that mining was going on in Alarai, around the mining town of Kindel. There is the largest pocket of adamantine and diamonds I've ever seen. Fascinating. I think you've got yourself a good haul
0: there. I'm sure there'll be many
1: years of digging ahead of you. Well, that was the plan, but uh, because of those interlopers, the entirety of Alarai is shut down. The living dead walk amongst the land and attack mindlessly all who enter.
0: That's horrible. Uh, they wouldn't be living dead that have any relation to your resurrection
1: um, friends, would they? So, yeah, that's, that's going to be a strong about that.
0: Okay, well, I understand. Things can get political and heated quite fast, and I'm sure you need to get going to the restroom. So I think we can uh, we can wrap up the interview here, Alderam, But I, I do want to thank you for your time and assure you that if you do step back out into the tavern, assuming that's where you end up when you open the door, we'll make sure you get a, a free round of drinks on the house. Okay?
1: Why? Thank you very much. You've been most courteous. You're very welcome.
0: Okay. Well, that was our first guest, and it looks like someone new is walking through the door here. Uh, so, yeah, please go ahead and sit down. I'm Laurel Bishop. This is Laurel Bishop Live, and today I am joined by Seraph. Is that correct?
2: Um, Yes. Hi. How are you doing today? Yes, my name is Seraph. That's a nice place you have here.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty interesting tavern. We just had uh, a big menacing sort of uh, politician in here a few minutes ago, so it's nice to see someone with a smile on his face.
2: Oh, yes, well, that's me usually. Quite often I have a smile on my face. I try to be pretty chipper. I like all this equipment you have. This is very interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what realm it came from, but luckily it was all set up when I got here, and I'm not the kind of bard that wants to... Play a lute all day, so this is a much more interesting experience for me. But uh, speaking of that, enough about me. Let's learn a little bit. A little bit
2: about you, Seraph. Uh, can you tell us who you are? Um. Yes. Uh, my name is Seraph Bartel. I'm from Rest, um, the country of Shy. Um. What else would you like to know?
0: Uh. Well, I've already met someone from Shy. Interestingly enough, so can you tell us uh, what it is you do in Shy?
2: Um. Well, yes, I guess I'm a bit of an adventurer, for lack of a better term. But um, we're currently trying to stop um many few things. But uh, Lord Sable is a uh, someone we've been working against for a while. There's an encroaching darkness to the south. You know, world-ending things. That old chestnut. Yes, yes, it's always fascinating.
0: It seems many of the people I've come across, whether they be minotaur, human, or otherwise, are all facing some sort of tremendous darkness, and they've chosen to take that on themselves. What leads you into this fight?
2: I guess it's a personal reason. We, I originally just left town, you know, to see the world, to get some adventuring under my belt. So it was a small town, didn't have much for me, but um, Lord Sable killed my family. Um, the encroaching darkness that is literally an encroaching darkness that seems to be engulfing the world, seems like that'll be a problem in the future, so we should probably nip that in the bud. It's just, I have nowhere left to go, really, so.
0: Oh, I understand. I was gonna say, um, Lord Sable killed your family. I understand if that's a touching subject and you don't want to go to it, but can you get into that a little bit?
2: Well, I guess, well, my father did pass before when I, uh, when I was younger, he uh, passed of a sickness. I left my mother and my brother alone uh, to take care of themselves. They We owned a small bookshop, so they managed that themselves. I assumed they would do it fine. Um, when I came back after my training, uh, Sable had beaten me to the punch, and he uh, destroyed, raised most of rest, the town we came from. Um, Killing all of my friends' families as well, for the most part. A couple of survivors managed to get away, but um, I didn't actually see it, but... All signs point to Sable.
0: I see. And it's my understanding that Sable is some sort of monarch. Is that correct?
2: Um, You seem to know more about him than I do. I do know that he, I believe he comes from a ruling family of some sorts, although the empire, I think, has collapsed. But he's definitely wealthy and he's definitely a powerful man, if nothing else. And I think he dabbles in the arcane. I've seen him cast magic before, but I, I believe it's a dark magic, a demonic one. I don't know if he's made a pact with a devil or a demon, but it's something not pure.
0: Yes, I would have to imagine it could be something very unusual, at least. Uh, so, yourself, how old are you? How long have you been in the thick of adventuring?
2: Uh, well, we started, I started my training about four years ago. I'm about 22 now, coming up on 22. Um, I've liked adventuring. We've, I've been out of my group for about four years. We just recently joined up about six months ago. Um all we were all friends, we all grew up together in the town of rest, but uh we went our separate ways for different trainings and such. I kind of traveled about the world, I learned how to speak several languages um learned how to pick a lock, learned how to survive on the streets um but we all make a fine ragtag group, I would say, with all different specialties, so
0: that's good to hear so uh, I want to ask before we get into it, what is your favorite language
2: um, I guess. I speak common the most, but Elvish would probably be my favorite. It's very fancy and flowing. Um, My least favorite would probably be Orcish, just because it's a kind of a garish language. It's very harsh consonants. If you speak it a lot, your throat will be...
0: Yes, it all comes from your throat and your chest yes. when you're speaking Orcish. And,
2: yes, and Draconic is quite the same way, but um, Draconic is not my best, I would say. I'm... I'm passable at best in that one. but
0: Understandable. Well, thank you for the tangent. To get back to, to the subject at hand, what talent is it that you provide to the group of adventurers you're with?
2: I like to think of myself as the brains of the operation, although I'm not, maybe that's not the right way to put it. I like to think of myself as the voice of reason. Um, I keep everyone from rushing in. I am very good at recon. I often use my ability to speak different languages to gather information as well. I can stick into the shadows quite well, and I guess I'm more of a you know, a lookout, a first alert system, someone to help talk our way out of situations more so than fighting, although I can handle a blade fairly well. That's good to
0: hear that you're able to be on the defense if you need to be, but I think an offensive uh, uh, negotiation is better than an offensive sword, so I think that you're in an interesting spot. And maybe others might not find the value that you provide immediately, but I'm sure that Without you, your party would probably be nowhere. Is that
2: correct? Uh, If you ask me, of course, they would be nowhere without me. But um, they're all very capable. We have, I mean, some amazing magic users, and that's something I don't much understand and never got the hang of for the most part. Um, And then, you know, my best friend Cedric is one of the strongest men I've ever met in my life. He can wield a sword better than anyone I've ever met. So I think they'd all be capable, but I like to think I'm the glue that keeps everyone You know on the same path maybe
0: good good to hear so if you've been you know working on your career for four years but now you're fresh into adventuring what is your your single fondest memory of your training
2: of my training um well once uh tegan who was the person who trained me they we went to uh it was like a fancy party it um it was in toos we went to um, a party there, and I was uh, i was actually dressed as a woman for this, but I was their date, and um, I mean, that party was fantastic, and everyone bit hook, line, and sinker what we were doing. I actually don't know what Tegan's goal was. I was just supposed to look good and have a good time, and I did that. So I'd say that was probably one of my most fun. It was quite an adrenaline rush to be speaking to you know, nobility and lords, and they don't even know who you are. That
0: sounds exhilarating. I couldn't imagine. And do you wonder if Tegan was
2: running some sort of con? Oh, most assuredly she was. Um, We work for, I mean, different entities at the time, but they were definitely doing some sort of information gathering that I wasn't privy to, but I helped as best I could. Fair enough.
0: Uh, now that you're in the throes of of dealing with M- mischievous magics from potentially a dark realm what has been the most challenging thing you've faced lately
2: oh my um we fought it was just days ago even we fought these beasts with large hands and um Cedric was sent to hell. That was quite a... He managed to get back, but that was terrifying. And I've almost lost my friends more times than I can count. I've been lucky for the most part. Um, I did think I was going to freeze to death once. That was an interesting story. Uh, I ended up naked on top of a mountain in the snow. But for the most part, I managed to avoid the most of the danger. I try not to run into it if I don't have to.
0: That's good. Uh, Elaborate. What puts you on top of a mountain naked in the snow?
2: (laughs) Yes, right? Um, Well, we were exploring a temple and, um, oh God, I'm not quite sure how it all happened. Um, I got soaking wet. I believe I got knocked unconscious for a moment and someone, you know, threw water in my face to wake me up and they did. But then I attempted to do a, um, I have a cloak that allows me to plane it, not plane a shift, but uh, teleport a short distance. And I attempted to use that, not knowing in the temple that that was forbidden So the temple threw me out and set me on top of the mountain where it was. So here I am soaking wet without any warm clothes in the middle of a snowstorm. Uh, I did end up naked on the top of that mountain, trying not to die of hypothermia. Luckily, after 20 minutes or so, the rest of my party was able to find me and uh, help out. But I had none of my supplies. I think if I was left for another 20 minutes or so, it could have been... A very anticlimactic way to end an adventure, right?
0: Yes. Or, you know, for the onlooker, probably climactic, but I would have to say from your shoes, fairly scary. I can't imagine what it must have been like. You're very brave to get through that on your own.
2: Oh, uh, well, I tried my best. Um, uh, my my friends, as soon as they got to me, they managed to warm me back up. It was, it was a show. I'm sure anyone watching would have had a good chuckle, though. Me... Buck naked standing on top of a mountain in a snowstorm.
0: <laughs> sure, yes, I can see how that is comical. Can you can you elaborate on some of the people you travel with? Is anyone particularly stand out? Is there someone that you would have to say people need to keep an eye on as a point of interest?
2: Um, well, yes, we've recently started calling ourselves the Remnants of Rest, you know, to remember where we came from before Sable destroyed it. But um the whole group as a whole is they're all amazing. We have Cedric who I've mentioned before, Cedric Voss. He's um, my best friend. I believe one of the best sword wielders I've ever seen. He's a man of the cloth. He's very devout and he's incredibly strong. Uh, we have Carrick, He's a wizard of, I would say, no renown, but soon to be v- very highly renowned. Um, he's quite capable. He, he comes off as a fool, but the man knows a blade and he knows how to weave the arcane. And Makara Thorne is... She's something else. She's a druid. She can fight like no one I've ever seen, and she is one of the most passionate people I've ever met. She will protect us to the bitter end. She's I think the remnants of rest is something that should be noted, and I think we will have Tales Sung of our honor once we take care of, you know, Sable. People like yourself are already I mean, look at where I am now, in some magical room.
0: Yeah, that that's very true. I'm sure at some point in the future you will find a bard that wishes to only sing songs of the remnants of rest.
2: I can't wait for that, Dave, personally.
0: (laughs) I agree. When you think about rest, is there anything you wish you could do to put it back? or, Or are you trying to just carry on?
2: I think the best thing to do is just carry on. Sometimes I do wish, though, that I had never left, you know, and I could have stayed there and protected it. Or maybe if I never left, you know it wouldn't have been a target for Sable in the first place, so...
0: Do you feel it was a target because you were gone?
2: Um, No doubt, yes. We'd been meddling in affairs above our pay grade for some time, and I think um, what happened to Rest was a message more so than anything else, but I, we, we received the message, but I don't think um, we took from it what Sable wanted. I think it invigored us with a sense of revenge and purpose that he was hoping would scare us off.
0: I hope... You can find that revenge and purpose, and perhaps Sable will come to his senses before it's necessary to do something um, life-ending, if you catch my drift.
2: <laughs> he's ended plenty of lives, and he's attempted to end Oz on numerous occasions, but we've managed to, I don't know, outwit or out-survive him, but we'll get Oz. I'm sure we will.
0: So, I want to ask one more Sable-related question, and then I'm going to ask you a few more about yourself. Of course i've heard tell that sable runs mining operations full of of people who've been brought back to life and there's a group of adventurers who would like to see this ended is that something that you're interested in
2: um he might very well be referring to us actually but uh yes he's actually he's been the dead to his will for far too long as far as i can tell and um these poor people are not allowed to rest. Um, He does taunt them in. It's not something he traps them into doing, but they are held against their will after a time. And We've already ended one of his mining operations, and if he has more, I mean, you can tell me I would appreciate the knowledge, but uh, we'll keep taking those out from underneath him. I believe the best way to get to Sable is going to be to cut off his wealth. He seems to just... Buy his way into and out of any trouble, so...
0: I see. Well, I don't have any information I can truly share other than what I've already said, but it's something I think we should all keep our eyes on, especially in in your neck of the woods, if you know what I mean.
2: Oh, I do. Um, I do. And uh, we are definitely keeping our ear to the ground for anything Sable-related, so...
0: If you had to look forward to the future, what's one message you would like to give the people around you?
2: Um... Do you mean just my party members or people of the towns? People of the towns. People of your realm. I would tell them to stay safe and stay strong. And uh, these are trying times for everyone. And we will get through this together. The remnants of rest will not rest until Sable is defeated. And then once we take care of that, we will take care of the darkness that's coming. Just to have faith and stay strong. It'd be the best message I could send.
0: That's an excellent message to go out on.
2: I'd like to thank you so much for being here with
0: me, Seraph, and I also want to remind you that if you step back out into the tavern, we'll make sure that there's a free round of drinks for you.
2: Oh, excellent. Yes, I would appreciate that. Um, This this door over here?
0: Yes, right there. That door right there.
2: Cool. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, If you ever find yourself in Opal where I live. Uh... Drop me a line, I guess.
0: Yes, if you ever see at the edge of the town a twinkle of lanterns that don't look like they belong, that's surely the tavern. Let yourself in. I would be happy to interview you again.
2: Oh, that would be most wonderful. Um, If you do see Sable, tell him um, I'm going to kill him. You have a good day. (laughs) You too, thank you. All right, thank you.
0: This has been Laurel Bishop live from the realm's edge. Be sure to follow Laurel on social media or his player Dylan Jacobson on Twitter at Dylan J Jacobson. Tonight's guest has been Seraph Bartel and he can be found through his player.
2: Hey, I'm Cody Lena. I play Seraph Bartel on the super dice boys. We are a biweekly actual play podcast. Uh, You can check us out on any form of social media and uh, yeah, on anywhere you get your podcast, please give us a listen if you like this. So thanks for having me. Tonight's guest was Adelram Sable, and he can be found through
1: his player, Mike Rugg. Mike, is there anything you want to plug? Um, You should check out Super Dice Boys. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, really anything that you can get podcasts on. It's an awesome real play podcast of Dungeons & Dragons where I myself am DMing, where you'll find such lovable villains as Adelram Sable, as well as our lovable players. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming
0: on. I hope everyone listening has a great night.